Pickaxe. Hello, Therians. We're here ready to record another episode of Group 3, and I just wanted to remind you guys that uh, you should follow us all on Twitter so that you can keep up with all the semi-in-character banter. Also, we have lots of updates on Facebook and on our website, including videos. Uh, there is also iTunes, of course. Please don't forget to rate us on iTunes and leave us a review if you'd like. And that's it. Thanks. I am easily distracted today. Very, very sorry. Okay. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table starting with Merlin. Hello, my name is Merlin. I play Mason Darktree, who is a human slayer. And Scott. Hello, I'm Scott. I play Marcus Santa, the human cleric. And Jen. Hello, I'm Jen, and I play Earl of Grimness, the tiefling invoker. Okay, so uh, stuff happened last time. <laughs> um, essentially, Mason and Earl of defected. Uh, after finding out that uh, Poe was a white raven and uh, they're, 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 you were sent into the Evergreen to essentially blow up the white raven's headquarters and... Uh, and kill everyone. Women and children. Yes, well, that's what you were sent there to do. Obviously, you, 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 that was wrong and you, you weren't going to do that. That was never part of your plan. Uh, and you did absolutely everything in your power to make sure that that didn't happen. Uh, but the the ravens, the, the, the handful of ravens that were left um, were not going to surrender what they had in the cave, which uh, is the gate, obviously, that they're, they're protecting. So uh, Poe ended up stepping back away from you guys and, and kind of helping to talk you through it, and you decided that you not only were not going to blow it up, but you weren't going back to the Overwatch, because that was probably certain death. Um, Mason, also, I believe you said you uh, you kind of warned the loudest jerk-off on a motorcycle <laughs> ever. Congratulations. I'm glad he warned him. The smallest penis. The, the, the most microscopic <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, Mason did get word to his family. He stopped but before the mission. He kind of stopped by the house and was like, look, you got to you should probably pack up just in case. Just to go. You had specifically mentioned that one town, the one Esterhold. that Esterhold. Esterhold. Yeah, that actually would make the most sense for him to have sent them there. So canonically, that's where they would be going. Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. So that, that, okay. And Marcus was kind of left in the lurch. Like he didn't really, he, there's nothing he could do. He, he, he couldn't complete the mission and he, he couldn't talk Mason or Airlove into completing it for him. And he is a leader with no team. So how's about... How's about we pick up with Marcus, actually? Okay. The so, saddest Overwatch member. <laughs> Not sad just yet. Very confused and very hurt. Marcus doesn't seem like the guy to hold a grudge, so let's just see <laughs> what... Uh, no. Well, okay, well, no. what would you... Okay, riding... So you're riding away from the, the, the White Raven's base. You, you do Correct. know where it is. And what, yep. so what... 
where are you? What, what would you like to ride towards? Like, where are you? Is it just back uh, to the city, or? I'm going to head toward the city to start. Okay. But as we all know in the last episode, I intercepted something off of the White Raven that was flying out. True. Once I'm out of earshot and eyeshot and away from everybody else, I want to, I need to pull that out of, yeah, bow shot, yeah. <laughs> Get out of everybody's range. I'm going to pull that open and I need to see what's in there. Um, what's in there is a warning. Um, gathering from what, what you're reading is uh, the nest is under attack. We need help ASAP is essentially what it says. Now, uh, so the yeah, this is a this is a blatant warning. And you're guessing this is being sent somewhere near Kalkos where the bulk of the Ravens have been issued. They, that, that's that's kind of where they've been deployed. So. There was a, pretty much no one guarding this cave, as you as you heard, and they are they are in dire straits now that now that you know where this 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 headquarters is. This is a big deal, right? And that was their that was their cry for help. All right. Seeing that, and at that point, since I know that was really all there was there, there wasn't anything else. Otherwise, they wouldn't be crying for help as much as there is. Is there still, let's see if I can pull the name, uh, Sergeant Baker and his troops holding the line against uh, the elves, the base of the forest there? Well, they're not, they are still there. They're not so much holding the line as kind of just doing grunt work. That's not Right, I just yeah. kind of meant keeping an eye out, make sure there was nothing running through there, kind of like oh, the yeah. first line of defense type deal. Oh yeah, I didn't mean yeah, yeah. actively fighting. But. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. These are these are mostly kids, but yes, they're they're still there. Okay, and that's not exactly next door, but it's fairly close. Uh, yeah, you can get there within. Yeah, you can definitely get there uh, within hours. Like that wouldn't be that wouldn't be too far. Okay, then that's where I'm gonna head first. All right. I need to go there. I need to check with something there before I head back to town. Let's see. Before we jump back to you know what? Before we jump back to Mason and Airlove. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say that it's it's been a couple of hours, okay, for you. Uh, let's 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 say you've you've gotten to Baker. All right, Sergeant Baker. Uh, you may remember me. My name is Marcus Santa. I am a member of the Crimson Shield. I am the field commander at this point in time. I need two things from you. One, I need to know: Do you have? Uh, paper and a writing implement in your your tent in your field area here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's right inside. All right, I will need that. And do you have a map of the area? Yeah, sure. All right, bring me the map. I have something to show you, and you have something to do. Okay, he's he's going to kind of look at you because before you. It, it looked a little more official, like you came in with orders, you came in like you had a squad behind you. You are the field commander of what looks to be Jack and shit right yes. now. Like you are standing, like you... Like Me and just, my horse. Yeah. <laughs> and the horse I rode in on, quite literally, right? So, you, yeah, he's he's going to kind of eyeball you like, okay. But you did, I mean, you were... Yeah, you did have authority before, so he's going to go, oh, all right. Like he, Baker's not the type of dude to ask too many questions unless it looks really suspicious. He's not trying to get in trouble, but at the same time, he's not trying to argue semantics. He doesn't care. Um, 
so yeah, he's going to go get you uh, some parchment and uh, a, a quill and then uh, a map of the area. So there's a table. There's a table kind of set up outside too. So I imagine like you're. It, it's this is something where you're you're just showing him. Right. I need yeah. to show him something on the map. Okay. So yeah, he spreads it out before you. All right. I'm going to point to the area where I just came from, and okay. the cave area, the entrance where that would be. I'm going to say, Sergeant Baker, here are your new orders. You are to take your men, fully armed, pack up, and head toward this area. You will see a cave there. That is the White Raven's headquarters. There is nobody that can stop your troops. There are less than a dozen soldiers guarding it. You are to destroy everything that is inside that cave. And anybody who gets in your way, you will kill them as well. Um, he's gonna, he, okay, he is, he's looking at you like, are you fucking serious? Like you, and it, there's a few, there's a few seconds that goes by just to, just to see if you're screwing with him or just like, if this is like some sort of like, ha, I'm just kidding. Like he's waiting and it doesn't come. No, I'm not kidding. This is a direct order. And this has come from a very high command that this is the task that needs to be done. Your troops are up to it. You will go in there with overwhelming force. Unlike some in our command, I do not believe in assigning just enough to get the job done. In the military, you don't fight wars with just enough to get it done. You go in with enough to smash everything in sight, and that's what I want you to do. Level everything in there. If there is any supplies that you can salvage, bring them with you and bring them back here. But anything and anyone that stands in your way that can't be of use to us, destroy it. Uh, a couple of seconds goes by, and all right. And he, he salutes, and he is going to start rallying his, well, his troops. Okay, shit. All right, so we're doing that. How's about we catch up with, with Mason and Arilov and Poe? Sure thing. a handful of white ravens. Um, let's say the ravens themselves are kind of standing guard outside the entrance of this cave and, and scouting, because I think everyone pretty much knows what's happening. I, 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 it's Now that the location of this place is no longer a secret, it's, it's only we a lot of time. Yeah. We haven't made it back that far that, yet, though, right? Uh, well, you, let me see, you, you weren't that far away when you were chasing after uh, Marcus. So you, you had spotted him and then you would chase after him, you would pretty much be in the same area. So you would be, you'd be right there at the same cave you were at the end of last week's session. Okay, because I think um, Airlove wasn't necessarily planning on going back there unless Mason convinced her. Oh, She okay. began to ride away. That was like her plan or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, uh, okay. Well, my, my thought was is that he would let her kind of like get a good mile down the road kind of thing and then finally start pulling up towards her and going, so we got a plan? Nope. Mason will signal like her horse to kind of stop. I'll stop the horse or let it stop if it was going to stop whether I wanted it to or not based on his command. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to just reach out and grab her bridle or whatever. He was trying to, you know, kind of get the horse to slow down carefully. And she'll look at him. Do you have a plan? Not really, no, but uh, just riding off to nowhere? Doesn't seem very smart. 
I don't know if I can be with the White Ravens. Doesn't seem like a very... Uh, I don't think we have much of a choice at this point. Look, you know, Marcus is going to go back. He's very likely going to tell him that regardless, yes or no, we are a part of them and uh, they're going to come looking for us. So we're... Suffice to say, I think that they do indeed have need of uh, people like us. All right. I'll protect these non-combatants, but I won't make any commitment beyond that. I gotta know what... Look, maybe maybe I'm not not asked, but what's the big deal with your brother anyway? It would take her a moment to respond. She's kind of uh, looking down for a little bit and eventually takes just a deep breath and looks up at Mason again. When I was growing up, my brothers were very protective of me, especially Malchus. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, Brightport is not exactly a very pleasant town. Dad, Dad said as much, yeah. It's it's not something I was even aware of until after they left, for the most part. I was completely protected and sheltered from all of that. I wasn't prepared to be thrust into the world without their shielding. And so after he left, um, I had to learn how to live in Brightport. And when I couldn't do that anymore, I had to leave. And after I left, um, I went looking for Malchus, and what I found instead was a trail of devastation in the wake of where his companions and he had traveled. And eventually I made it to Winterhaven, where I learned more of his story uh, from the people there who... Apparently he's a knight of Winterhaven. I'm not sure what they see in him. But from what I understand, he's the one responsible for all of the turmoil in Theria right now around this war. Right, the uh, Bleak Ten, right? Yeah. So I feel like not only was I betrayed personally by his treatment... But I feel like the person that I grew up knowing is either a lie or being completely uh, just turned into something that it's not by the rumors and the tales of what he's done. I can't reconcile the image that I've been given of who he is now with the image that I had of him when I was little. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, look, it sounds like the white Ravens consider him highly. Otherwise they wouldn't consider him an ally, but maybe they need somebody to tell him really just kind of a person he is, or maybe, maybe you ought to see him the way he is now and get a, you know, get a proper, uh, uh, detailing of the kind of man he is. 
And I figure at that point, if you still think of him as a monster who needs to be put down, then we can cross that bridge. All right. He is family, after all. Meanwhile, we need to... Yeah. figure Poe didn't kill us. Maybe we probably could have carved them all up, but more likely he probably would have just put me in a headlock and started beating my throat in, and that wouldn't have been pleasant. We should probably warn them that um, Marcus is probably not going to pull any punches when delivering the news to the Overwatch. Right. I guess we'll see what happens then. Um, let's uh, let's head back. All right. All right, then let's do this. While you're heading back, let's catch up with Marcus. Okay. Uh, so timeline-wise, this is going to be wonky. So keep up. Uh, you. It's obviously going to take you hours to get back to to the Overwatch from right. the Evergreen. Now, uh, considering you already made a stop to Sergeant Baker's, this will be this will be evening by the time you get back. Like it'll be almost evening. Now that has nothing to do with what is happening back there with the cave. So just right. just know that this is not happening simultaneously. And <laughs> this uh, is just so I don't go sit around and twiddle my thumbs for the next two hours while they do what they're going to do. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I'm just trying to keep it even. Not so worried. No one, yeah, no one gets rusty. Um, so your first stop. When I get to town? Yeah. When you get back to the um, city, what, what, what will be your first stop? Ten well, volts or? Uh, no. Uh, actually, I'm going to stop at the address that Mason gave me because I told him I would warn his family to get out. Okay. So I'm going to go there first. I'm assuming, at least I'm hoping he gave me the correct address because <laughs> if he's betrayed me, it wouldn't be beyond him to give me the wrong address. But <laughs> let me ask Merlin, was that the correct address? It was with the idea that I would have told them, go ahead and head on down the road. And I figure the way I told them, they would have, you know made sure to dress appropriately and, you know, stay off the main road and things like that. You know, again, family's okay, so. a bunch of brigades and crap from back in the day. So they know how to sneak around. And I figured my father taught me pretty much everything I knew. So he should be fairly badass. All right. So in other words, I'm going to show up and the house is going to be empty. Pretty yeah, pretty much. much. I think, okay. I mean, furniture, that's pretty much it. Right. Right. Okay. But this, okay. So, this will definitely be a situation where Marcus is going to knock on this door and it'll, it'll probably just be a jar. Like, it'll probably be either completely unlocked or just open where they just left. And it is very, it would be very apparent. Uh, roll a perception check, actually. Let's do this. Do I see the open door? Well, I mean... Yeah, 14. 14, you barely. No. Um, you, <laughs> um, 14, it's it's... It's apparent that um, if this address is correct, and you have no reason to think that it would not be correct, that uh, these people got out of here in a hurry. Like, there was a reason that they they were to leave. That they, they yeah. Like, his if, if you and Mason had conversations about his family, and you realized that he had a fairly decent-sized family living in the Overwatch, and all of them are gone from the house not a couple not but abandoned like left uh yeah so that would yeah all right so as so i open no the, one to warn right i open i push open the door 
after either receiving, not after knocking and not hearing anything, or the doors ajar and open up, and I see everybody is gone. And it slowly starts to dawn on Marcus that this wasn't a sudden change. Mason planned this. He's been part of this the entire time. If he knew to get his family out of here, he had planned on betraying me. So not only against you. <laughs> well, as a, you know what, from Marcus's point of view, he would be apt to be paranoid because everybody has turned against him. So <laughs> technically, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Not without reason, but you know. Right. It doesn't matter. It's true. It has happened. <laughs> yeah, if you point... really fly, yeah, I, I, you've had teammates hit you in the face. You've had, you've, you've. While being you've... hypocritical about it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the Una method. <laughs> um, yeah, that you, everyone you've ever worked with has either betrayed you or decided that death was a better option. <laughs> yeah. And this is after all Marcus has done is keep all of them alive in every combat we've been through. Hmm. And at this point, I'm going to have to start wondering who else is against me. And, And can I trust anybody in this? Typically, when all your friends agree on a point about you, it's not about them. Yes, it is. It is all about them. They are all wrong. Unless you're Marcus psychotic is... and or egotistical enough to see it the other way. I'll I'll give I'll Jason, I told you this earlier. Marcus doesn't think he's the smartest man in the room. He knows it. So there's a, there's a just by looking around and seeing what's going on, obviously there are more traitors in here, which cements the reason why Marcus had the parchment and quill brought to him in his mind. And now He's going to have to take things into his own hands. Uh, his next stop is not going to be to Captain Tenbolt to report this. I'm going to the council right now. I need to see a council member. Any idea which one would be the closest or who would be the closest one to go see? Uh, that would not be... Wow, okay. That would not be very far away. Um, how about we do this? How about okay. we catch up with Mason and Airlove, and then we'll have you speak to a council member. Okay. Good. It'll give me a chance to go get something to drink. <laughs> I'll have a Coke. <laughs> Smooth. Wow. Okay. That sounds like that's going to end horribly. Let's... Yay! <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. We, uh, okay. So you are riding back to the cavern. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so riding back, it's those same, you, you see those same, uh, those same ravens just kind of, you see them. They're, they're a lot more scattered this time. Like they are kind of hovering around the entrance of this cave. Um, and Poe's kind of, kind of hanging out. Um, nothing really to do but wait right now. Um, Poe. Yeah. I don't think it's safe for these people to stay here. It's absolutely not safe for these people to stay here. Why are you guys still here? I I already told you we we can't abandon the gate. It, we need it. That that's. 
I, I'm supposed to protect it, and we got all the women and children and the sick, and I mean, we got them out. That's the best we can do. I mean, we're going to have to just defend it as long as we can and hope that the message we sent out gets to somebody and we can get some reinforcements. You said that you sent some last night, right? Yeah, well, that was, uh, I sent that here, and apparently, um, no one really took it seriously. I'm not exactly sure why, but, uh, they figured that this place was pretty much unfindable. Yeah, that's not the case. Absolutely not. So, just, you guys are going to defend the gate against the Overwatch? you want to join in look I'm not going to pitch this to you as anything other than suicide because that's pretty much what it is but I'm hoping that someone near Kalkos gets that that raven and they're going to be riding over the hill any minute here uh, in all likelihood you said you sent the raven here uh, well that's do you mean the white raven that flew out as we were exiting? Yeah, that's... Ah. Uh, that was sent out by Timothy over there, and he kind of he kind of points at one of the ravens. Again, I... I if if you want to go, I I understand. It's, it's... We don't have anywhere else to go right now. Huh. Yeah, if you're willing to not, you know, kill us as soon as you get a chance, uh, I figure we can... Uh, Help you hold this cave here. Look, I, I think it's obvious by now that if we wanted to hurt you, we would have. It's, it's not really what we want to do. And he, he's, he's going to hold out his hand. Uh, I really appreciate this not coming to blows, to be honest. I, I kind of like you too, and I really hate to have to kill you. It's really weird seeing you not like all, oh, doop-a-doop, you know, hey, I'm a bumbling moron and everything, so... I can't, afraid I can't do the same for you. <laughs> he laughs and shakes his hand. Um, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna kind of grin. Yeah, um, I, I, I guess we haven't really been formally introduced. At least, you know, yeah, I, I don't normally piss myself in fights. I, uh, that was kind of a one-time thing. Uh, Love would chuckle a bit at that. Uh, and he's gonna kind of stick his hand out to Love too. She would shake his hand. Well, I would imagine you have some questions. Uh, looks like we got some time to kill, so if you want to ask anything, go ahead. All right. What's your reasoning for choosing the side that you have? <sighs> well, I've kind of known Bree and Liara now for couple of years um, uh, I met Bree when she was relatively new to the Ravens I, I kind of came in after after her and uh, she is hard-headed and stubborn and I kind of like her to be honest uh, she's not exactly what you'd consider to be leadership material but Liara helps her out I haven't had the pleasure of meeting her just yet. 
I've seen uh, Liara a couple of years back, you know, one of them Lumen Shadows, and you hard to forget a lady that only has one eye and, you know, looks like she's going to kill you any moment. Uh, she's not as angry, I guess, as, as, as wanted posters and such make her look, but, you know, uh, I wouldn't piss her off. That That's just me. Well, long story short, I mean, if you're on the outside of the Overwatch looking in, uh, it's a lot more apparent that what they're doing is wrong, I think. Uh, when you're living in the safety of the city, it kind of gets a little muddy, a little gray. I lived there for a year. So... Actually, I came from the outside and joined the Overwatch because I thought, wrongfully, clearly, that they would be able to make this world peaceful and a better place in the long run. Depends on your definition of a better place, I guess. They're not as opposed to non-human races as they like to make it sound. That was never what it was supposed to be about. But other than that, um, once I was in the Overwatch, I could clearly see that there was absolutely no compassion or mercy in any of that command structure except for Commander Grace. Yeah, Patrick, uh, he was a good guy. And uh, I really wish I could have stopped. And he kind of trails off like you can see him. You can see him kind of thinking about him being hung. Well, I, yeah, I obviously couldn't, but. I understand. He was a good man. If it's. If it's any consolation, he really did want it to work out with you there in the city. It, I mean, if the Ravens were to lose the war, and, and if, let's, from what I hear, Malchus and his buddies didn't get any military force to stop, stop the city from trampling over Winter Haven, and they just took over the area, he was going to try to make some reforms from the inside. Just never really got that far. Of course, he also did everything in his power to kneecap their military operation in the Evergreen to give us a fighting chance, so... I understand. Was he really the only person that was uh, uh, on the side of anybody who wasn't human? No, I mean... I mean, there's thousands of people living in the city. Not everyone's a bigot. It's just... I mean, for years and years now, they've been taught to fear tieflings and... Warforged and Minotaurs and anybody who was in Malchus's party, so you know, I mean it's gonna bleed through eventually, but no, no, there's there's some legitimately good people there, it's just most of them don't want to rock the boat or leave the safety of the city or well, put it this way, would you want to be living in Winterhaven if you knew that they were going to be marching on you? Oh, hell no. Right, so but it doesn't necessarily mean that they agree with them. It's just just kind of circumstances. A lot of them aren't fighters. They used to be people, farmers or... Yeah, people artisans. are scared. Yeah? What about you two? What? I mean, it may be a little early to be making plans, but I mean, what... <laughs> what are your plans? Like, what What, what would you like to do here? What, what, I, I, I know you I, both. 
at some point we need to go and find Mason's family. Yeah, they're good. They'll, they'll stay down um, as long as they need to. But for the meantime, I kind of got a bit of limited skill set, but I do all right with what I do. Um, oh, and kind of looks over. I know at some point, uh, Airlove here, probably going to have to meet up with her brother. Yeah. Um... I would look distinctly uncomfortable and not directly look at uh, Poe while he's responding. Uh, that sounds like that could get awkward, honestly. Um Time frame-wise, if they're not dead and they actually did complete their mission, they should be back in the area soon. Uh, at least I'd hope so, because from what I hear, we've pretty much run out of time. Um, Tenbolt taking over, he is he is hell-bent on proving something, and I'm sure you've pretty much figured out by now the only reason they didn't march on Winterhaven is because Grace slowed it down as much as he could which pissed Tenbolt off something fierce so yeah I'm I'm sure they're mobilizing troops as we speak if he hasn't already which means we should also set up uh, defenses as best we can here do we have anything in the realm of traps or anything I'm thinking uh, I'm not much of a tactician but I do know that archer support at my back is the best thing I can do while I'm chopping people up Sounds like we're going to have to defend this place uh, from whatever they're about to send. I think Poe and Mason, you guys should be at the front of the cave with the archers behind you and in the trees. And um, I'll be right behind you and we can defend the mouth of the cave much more easily than the entire area. And we can fall back to the area you blew up, right? Is that uh, that work out okay? Yeah, it looks like we cleared a pretty good path. That was a big bomb. Uh, if all else fails, I guess we could retreat, but man, we've got to do everything we can we can to stop them from taking that gate, because I'm not exactly sure how Malchus and his guys are doing this, but I would hate for reinforcements to come spilling out of that thing only into Warforged swords from the Overwatch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Are you saying that they're going to be coming through that gate? I have no idea. I I've been in, I, I've been hanging out with you guys for a year. Essentially, I I have no idea. I I get really short burst messages uh, whenever I can. Uh, it's kind of dangerous to send ravens in and out of the city without notice. So I'm as anxious as you to meet up with with Brianna about this. Okay. In the meantime, I do think that you had an excellent idea, and we should probably batten down the hatches here and get ready. Uh, right. We don't run unless that's the last uh, thing we need to do, but I figure, you know, we, we just have to hold on long enough for uh, your people to come over from the Evergreen. Well, I guess kind of rates his eyebrow. Our people, right? <laughs> Uh, he kind of gives a smirk, like, yeah, you're going to like them. They're, they're, they're good folks. Um, All right. Airlock uh, would salute and say, we're ready when you are, sir. Please don't do that. I, I am not the boss of you. Um, the way I figure it, we're all just pretty much fighting not to die right now. Somebody has to be. Um, 
and he is going to start rallying people together here. Um, let's see here. Hold on a second. Marcus. Yes, sir. Okay. Let's catch up with you real quick. Okay. So you want to talk to a council member. Correct. Okay. So the council is made up of three people for the most part. Um, if there's if there's a really big matter to decide, they kind of had some they, they have some backups and stuff to really hash things out and discuss it. But for the most part, Carter's in charge. Um, the problem is Carter's still not back, and that is causing quite a little power shakeup when it really shouldn't. There was a concrete. Uh, well, Grace was in charge while he's he's gone, and of course that fell through. Yep. And now ten bolts. Tenbolt's in charge, but doesn't carry the same weight as Grace did because of all of his years of service and, and yeah, his reputation. Tenbolt's much more of a hard-charging, you know, military man, whereas Grace was much more of a leader. Right. So now we kind of got this 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 power vacuum, this shakeup going on within the Overwatch. Uh, so the council is being used to settle uh, a lot of small disputes. Um, so they're kind of stretched to the limit right now, and they've they've essentially split up to deal, like take on three times the amount of work. Just try and plow through it. Um, so your best bet uh, would be to talk to someone named Rebecca Barrent. Okay. I guess. Okay. So you're you're gonna you're gonna kind of charge into our office here, and what what is the aim? What are we what are we trying to do here? Uh, I need to speak with her about Captain Tenbolt. Specifically, what is in the tube that I have that I pulled off the White Raven? Okay. All right. All right. So, okay. You're, you're in this woman's office. You've, you've, yeah, she is not currently seeing anyone, but there is a line. Yes. But, I mean, you could pretty much get to the front. Like, here's the thing. You are known within the city now. Right. Contest you, the, the Tournament of Champions. This and... is true. Yes. You, you're you one of the Crimson Shield, you're, which still carries weight as of right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about in a couple of hours, but like as of right now. Oh, I, it's that... not going to take a couple hours. <laughs> okay. I'm not assuming. I'm just saying. Yep. Uh, so, yes. So, um, yeah, I will pull rank and say I have important business to, to deal with and speak with Council Barant. It is of the utmost importance to the safety of the Overwatch. So this woman's secretary is just gonna let she's gonna let you in. Just right. kind of above and, and you're kinda you're kinda hearing like the disapproving, like that murmuring like of a line of people who have probably been there all day waiting <laughs> to talk to this woman and you just kind of like walk past them and yeah, you're getting a lot of fuck you glares. Like, it's, yeah, you are not a popular I'm pretty person. used to that by now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, Council Barant, I am sorry to interrupt and to take your time away, but we have something that needs to be discussed immediately, and it, it cannot wait. I apologize for this, but this is something that needs to be taken care of. Captain Tenbolt, as you know, is in charge of the Crimson Shield. He sent us out on our most recent mission, which was to, in his words, kill all the women and children we find in the camp of the White Ravens. This did not sit well with our team, to say the least, 
but I agreed to take on the mission as he is my commanding officer. Now, as you know, with our recent discovery that Commander Grace was a traitor, this has put Captain Tenbolt in position to be in charge of everything. And I now have a problem with that situation. During our mission, my entire team turned on me and revealed that one of our members was a white raven and the other two have left to follow, I believe, but whether they are still with them or not, I do not know. I have stepped forward and taken steps to completing the mission that we were given in that we will remove the supplies and any small force that was at the White Ravens that will be taken care of while and then the troops will be returned but what is of more importance Madam Council is what is in this tube I intercepted a White Raven messenger as it was flying out of the cave we were instructed to destroy and what is in this tube you need to see. And I'm going to hand her the tube. Uh, she's going she's gonna to reach out and accept it. This is, um, this is an older, kind of eagle-eyed woman. Like, she is, like, glasses, and, and, and she is... She is a bureaucrat to end all bureaucrats. This woman has just made a living carving through red tape and, and, and just, just solving disputes. And, and so this is... She never looks happy to see anyone for any reason because they only come to her with problems. So this is this is a big deal. This is a big problem. Like you have just you have just accused your commanding officer of treason. You have accused your team of treason. Uh, you have uh, you're essentially saying that there is a conspiracy that is riddling the ranks of the Overwatch. That is huge. That's a big you know. So um, she is going to. Uh, uh, she's going to kind of pop this tube open and, and unfurl it here. Do you want me to read what's in it? Please do. When she opens it up, she sees a message that says, Captain Tenbolt, I realized that removing Commander Grace was difficult, but it was required to throw off any suspicion that there are still spies in the Overwatch. With him gone, you should be free to pass along the rest of the invasion plans, as well as have the defenses out of position when we march on Overwatch to end Carter's reign. Crimson Shield has been dispatched. Continue your work, and you will be rewarded once this is complete. Taryn Fairfield. Um, she she's she's going to read this, and um, it's kind of with like the, the her glasses on the bridge of her nose, and uh, she's going to look back up at you. They're lofty allocations. I can only deliver what I intercepted, and I believe the council needs to act. What military sense does it make sense does it make for Captain Tenbolt to send the elite force that he had under him, the Crimson Shield, to take out women and children in a cave? Did you have that any other purpose there? Destroy supplies, but his orders were to kill every woman and child in that cave. It serves no military purpose. If we're supposed to be preparing to rid the world and to secure our borders of the evil that is out there. That does nothing for us. That's make work. That's that's sending people to keep them out of the way or to send them so that they can be betrayed. What you're handing me implicates Tenbolt as either a raven or just a straight-up traitor to the Overwatch. Why would he send you to destroy their headquarters? 
because nobody was there. All that was there were women and children. There was no force there to fight. There were no armed men and, and combatants there. It's get us out of the way because something else is being planned. This is incredibly serious. You understand that? I, I understand the gravity of the situation we are in. And I wish His Highness were here to deal with it. But unfortunately, until he returns, the council is the acting authority. And you said your entire team defected. Correct. I am the only one left out of the Crimson Shield. Everybody who has been part of the Crimson Shield, apart from Gavin Dearborn, who sacrificed himself to make sure the prototype Titan that was out there was not able to be restarted by the, the member, by the enemy, everybody else who has ever been assigned to this group has turned on me and turned on the Overwatch. Yes, I... I heard the original stories before the tournament. You... You understand I'll need to discuss this with the other members. I completely understand. In the meantime, do you have any other proof as to why your teammates would defect, or that they've defected at all? Maybe they simply... No. Retreated. They have not retreated. They have defected. I spoke with two of them. Both of them have said they have no interest in returning to the Overwatch. They did not answer me directly when they said that they were going, If I when I asked if they were going to join the White Ravens, but they were in the area and they stayed there while I left. And the first half of my team that, that left and turned on me joined the White Ravens. Um, she's going to start packing up her things. I'm going to go discuss this with the other two members of the council immediately. What I'd like you to do is write down any information that you have on the members that you've said defected. Do they have any family in the city that we can interrogate? Do they, do they have any, anyone that we could ask and get any information about the Ravens that no, they may I, have told? One member of my team was, it is the sister of Malchus Grimness. She would be the only one who has family with him. That's the only family she has. Uh, I don't know of any parentage that she would have. Uh, the other team member I have, Mason Darktree, evidently planned his defection for quite a while because his family has already left the city limits. His house is abandoned, which means he warned them ahead of time that this was going to happen. I'm going to look into everything you say. I'm going Please to do. make sure that you understand that I... That allegations such as these, I, I can't just take your word on it, even... Even with this, and she's holding up the, the scrawled note. I have to make absolutely sure that what you're saying is true. Please do, Consul. I understand the gravity. Um, with your permission, I would like to not speak to Captain Tenbolt at this point in time. I do not trust him. Under the circumstances, I think that's best, actually. I would like you to wait in my office. I'll, I'll be back as soon as I can. Yes, ma'am. With that, she's going to take off. Um, let's go back to the cave. So, Marcus is kind of a dick. <laughs> I don't think you have to put kinda in there. Well, I mean, like, it makes sense. It's just... He's paranoid and semi-delusional, so... <laughs> At least you recognize it. 
Well, the, the paranoid part is completely understandable. Everybody has turned on him. Everybody is out to yeah. get him at this point. Yeah. He's so pleasant and wonderful, I don't see why. <laughs> so pleasant and wonderful. Let's do you're that doing a great job. You're 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 playing a great bag of dicks there. <laughs> a great bag of dicks. <laughs> that is a wonderful expression. Great bag of dicks. Your intelligence is too low for the character you play. <laughs> ah, but my wisdom is very good, and that's that's true. You see the giant giant picture. Yep. All right, so let's spread these ravens out here. Raven spreader. I think we have scouts keeping watch and stuff, right? We have someone yeah, out. Yeah, this this is going to be. So I'm actually going to remove two of these just to. So say, you mean the scouts we killed on the way in? I meant well, like <laughs> other scouts, new scouts, better scouts, ones who aren't dead. Um, here is what is going to happen. Uh, Sergeant Baker and his men have arrived at this cave. And you hear them coming a mile away. Um, man, uh, okay. Would would Mason know about the the hierarchy of Baker and whatnot? I imagine he would, being a military man. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Like oh, knowing that they're not the most, they're not high combatant people. No, 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 no. But what they lack in experience, they more than make up for in numbers right now. Because mm. I don't know if you want to calculate these odds. They're not great. <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. Baker is going to reach the entrance of this cave. And let's let's put a smattering. Let's let's do this in waves because it's not like you're like you, the the entrance of the cave is going to narrow the, the the playing field a bit. So that's cool. That is something that will help you out. Which is why I suggested that we do it that way. Definitely a good idea. The only reason that uh, Marcus is the smartest man in the room is because I'm not a man. Oh snap! I'm just teasing. Minions. I meant that in the actual like foot soldier flunky type things. Right. No. Um, it would also be it, it would also be an apt description. Oh, I wasn't trying to foreshadow or anything. No. Well, I mean, it's five hundred untrained like dudes. Like, not to mention ditch diggers. Right. I mean, there, there's not that many of you, so. So Very I take it. Sorry. I was going to say, it's like we're replaying 300. <laughs> Only it's 500. So we won't get sued. <laughs> 200 more, it's better. Yep. You were going to say something? Who me? I think no. I was. I don't remember what it was. <sighs> My reference oh, broke you. Oh, okay. Um, so before combat starts, are we going to be... I mean, is he going to be close enough that we can recognize who it is and, like, communicate with the White Ravens. Um, yeah, he is going to... Well, well your scouts are going to tell you about him first off. Yeah. And Baker is going to march up to the the mouth of this cave here, knowing, like, he was told that there'd basically be no one here um, 
uh, th- there will be no one here to to defend it. And whoever here is, I mean, like Baker is going to try and give you an option to surrender outright. Okie dokie. Um, and that is that is what he is going to do. He is going to uh, <laughs> he is going to march up to the mouth of this cave and just kind of holler in. By order of the Overwatch, all who are uh, all who dwell within this cave should surrender immediately. You will be taken into custody and given a fair trial. All the contents of the cave belong to us. Uh, and he's kind of waiting. <laughs> nice, Jason. Uh, he is going to. Uh, he's going to wait a few minutes. If I may speak freely, sir. You're talking to Poe? No. I'm talking oh. to Sergeant Baker yelling out the cave. Oh, okay. Um, People and, don't and, belong to anyone. Um, he, is, he is just going to... Uh, he, he's just going to stand there for a second. I'm giving you the chance to surrender. Please don't make us do... Please don't make us do something that you are going to regret. Mason will actually step out of the light, as it were, and just sort of, you know, hold his position. Greetings, Sergeant Baker. I don't think we've had uh, the pleasure to make each other's company before. Um, and he just kind of nods. I'm Mason Doctree. Uh, Sergeant Baker. I am one of the 30 that they sent initially to the trenches. I spent three years there. They called me the Steel Cyclone. You heard of Death Squad? Yes. I am the last one. Take your men and go back. <sighs> Look, your okay. reputation precedes you, and that's that's admirable, but you're either going to surrender or you're going to die, and this is the last time I'm going to ask you. May I roll Intimidate? Please do. 26. 26. Uh, what are you saying to intimidate this guy? Do you really need to put all these boys through this? Or how about you and me do this right here, right now? <laughs> um, you know, man. Baker is going to take a step back. And he is going to motion for... <laughs> The front line here to uh, advance on you guys. Uh, so, if you would, everyone, please roll initiative. All right. Uh, let's add you to the initiative tracker. Wonder, I can't remember what the number is where the table just says nope. Let's find Eight. out. Oh, there it is. I've reached the number. Shit. Well, we'll just keep them on the field until they... <laughs> um, all right, everyone. Justin said we're not allowed to die. He said that? Yes, he did. Well, Justin's not in charge. <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll see. I, I, I hope you don't, but... No, yeah. he didn't say we weren't allowed to. He said good luck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. White Raven number two is going to move forward. 
uh, and use bullseye bolt on, let's say, number two. Because that, like, that'll be a hit. Gone. Boom, dead. Uh, so the, the opening shot is fired. One of these white ravens comes out, takes aim with his crossbow, and fires a bolt right into this guy's neck and drops him. Um, that'll bring up Airlove. I have a quick question. Shoot. When we were in the cave last time, had I had a chance yet to cast that symbol of hope, or because combat didn't come up it, and we never set off the bomb, it wasn't an issue? Wasn't an issue. Let's okay. See. So I am going to do that first. It is a minor action, range 10. Um, I conjure a symbol of hope in an unoccupied square. Symbol lasts until the end of my next turn unless I sustain it with a minor. Any ally within five squares of the symbol gains a plus two power bonus to saving throws, and any ally who starts his or her turn within five squares of the symbol gains five temporary hit points. And I am... Let's see where I want to cast it. Boom. Alrighty. And then I will cast... I will cast Sunstrike against Captain Baker. Okay. What's the range on that? It's ten. I may be moving up. If I can't get up close enough, then I'll skip it, but we'll see. You'll need to get two spaces up in order to hit him. Alright, so I move up to next to Poe there, and I believe that'll be ten spaces to Captain Baker. Or Sergeant uh, Baker. Yep, one, two, three. Yep, looks good to me. Alright. Uh, that'll hit. Hooray, I will roll damage. Ten damage. Hooray. Uh, anything else? That's it for now. Okay. Uh, white Raven number four. One, two, three, four, five, six. Boom. Uh, he's going to use his crossbow against number seven. Uh, that'll hit. And number seven will die. Boom. They drop another one. Uh, white Raven number six. Uh, also going to level his crossbow at number one there. That'll hit. Uh, not that it matters, but yes, dead. You guys are doing extremely well for your opening round. All right. Yay. Uh, Sergeant Baker's turn. By the way, all those white ravens that started their turn within five squares get five temporary hit points. Five temporary hit points, yep. Uh, okay. Baker, Baker's going to fall back. He's going to fall back and end his turn. Get some Overwatch soldiers going. Um, Overwatch soldier number eight uh, is going to motion towards uh, White Raven number two uh, and use his longsword. And that'll miss. Oof, this is not great. Uh, White Raven number five is going to make his way to the mouth of the cave here and use his crossbow on uh, Overwatch Soldier number five. That'll hit. That will drop Overwatch Soldier number five. These guys are good with crossbows. Overwatch Soldier number ten is also going to use his longsword against White Raven number two. That is a hit. Fifteen. Uh, that raven is bloodied. Uh, Poe's turn. Flash bomb. I was thinking about that. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so. Uh, he's going to throw one back here, which... Uh, first one will get 8 and 10. Uh, so, flashbang. Uh, that will be a hit for both of them. And Good damage. hit. 10 to both of them. They go blind and die. Uh, so that was enough to kill them, apparently. That's... These guys are soft. I, I gotta leave these ditch diggers are pretty soft. Let's see here, Overwatch Soldier 4 is going to move forward, use his longsword attack against uh, White Raven number two. That'll hit. Damage. Ah, uh, he will kill White Raven number two. So that's oh, the no. first raven. Yep, that is the Timmy, first no! Uh, White Raven number one is going to move up uh, and use his club against uh, against Overwatch uh, Soldier four. That'll miss. Uh, let's see, uh, Overwatch Soldier three is going to move up to Mason and use his broadsword, and that'll miss because they're rolling threes. Uh, Mason, your turn. All right, standing my ground here, activating um, Battle Wrath. You it's get, not that it matters. Go you ahead. get five tip pinpoints for being within five squares. I will do that now. Five, adjust temp. And I will strike with a melee basic. Oh, that's going like, to miss. That is going to miss. Turns over. All right. Uh, Raven number three. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Right up behind that Overwatch soldier. Gonna use his club. Gonna hit. Gonna smash the back of his head in the one that you were the one that you were swinging at. Yeah. Um. And Overwatch soldier nine. Gonna move down to this Raven. Gonna use his longsword attack. Uh, that'll miss. Uh, that will end the round. So let's add some more. Let's add some more Overwatch soldiers to the field here. Won't let me add new ones for some reason. That's interesting. We broke the table. It has happened before. There we go. I think I got it now. There we go. We're back. It's okay. I'll keep adding them. Oh joy. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Let's add them to the initiative tracker. And sort. All right. Okay, number 12 is going to shift down, use this longsword attack. And, oh, miss. Uh, number 13 is going to move down to this raven. Make a longsword attack. And miss. And Airlove's turn. All right, I am going to move forward. I'm also sustaining with a minor my uh, previous spell, which means my uh, temp hope, yep. hit points go up to five instead of three. So right up there next to Poe. Okay. Um, and then I am going to cast Summons of Justice. And it is a close burst five, one or two creatures in the burst. And I'm going to go for Overwatch Soldier four and 12. Uh, that is a hit to both of them. They are both dead. You are slaying these children. You're killing them. Like you're just Those are not children. No, okay, not children in the sense of like drow babies, but like they're they're ch inexperienced youth. All right. 
Uh, and you're all done? Yes. All right. Raven number four is going to join uh, his buddy up here in combat and use a club. And that will miss. Uh, let's see. Soldier 15. A longsword attack to Raven number one. That will hit. Damage. 12 damage. Uh, Raven number six. Gonna join his buddy up here. Against 13. Use his club. It'll hit. That'll kill him. Uh, and Sergeant Baker. Hmm. Sergeant Baker will do nothing this turn. Uh, White Raven number five. Uh, will engage Overwatch Soldier 11. Use his club. That'll miss. Uh, Poe's turn. Uh, Poe is going to move up to number 15 here, and he's going to try and punch his throat. When he started his turn, he was still within five, though. Yep, and he'll get five temp. Uh, that'll hit. He will murder this guy by punching him in the throat. Nice. In accordance with the prophecy. <laughs> and adjust temp. Um... Overwatch Soldier 16. Uh, longsword attack versus 6. That will miss. 11. Longsword attack against Raven number 5. That'll hit. That is 10 damage. Uh, Raven number 1 is going to move up here to 6. Use his club. That'll hit. That'll kill number 6. Good God. You guys are cleaving through these. Mason's going to definitely yell out to him to fall back because we need the effect of that uh, power. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. He's going to shift down to Raven number one and use his longsword. Uh, that'll miss. Mason, your turn. All right. Going to switch to longbow and fire at uh, Sergeant Baker. Looks like that's a miss. Um... Yeah, looks like that's the second miss. I was going to say plus one for thick speedy. That won't work <laughs> either. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But yeah, let's well, see. hey, <laughs> this is rough. All right, turnover. Oh, you'll get you'll get you'll get plenty of opportunity. Uh, Jesus, Raven number three will hit uh, Overwatch Soldier number fourteen, killing him. And that is a second round. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw more soldiers at you. Now, if you survive the round, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to have you roll, one of you roll a d4. Now, I'll explain what happens after that, but uh, yeah, let's let's get through this next round and then, yeah. Yeah, it's a massive pitched battle. <laughs> uh, watch soldier number 22 is going to move down and use his his longsword against uh, Raven number three. That is a crit. Uh, that will... Oh, that shouldn't kill him. Never mind. Max damage, though, and 15 damage. Uh, Overwatch Soldier 19 is going to shift one and then use his longsword against Raven number one. That is a miss. Um, and Air Love's turn, but she'll be right back. Jeez, Jason, do we have... Put, do we arm the Overwatch with paper mache and cardboard for weapons or an armor? <laughs> it's a battle of attrition. You sneeze on these guys and up. Well, that killed him. 
Okay, it's my turn. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I am going to use Fires of Judgment, and it's an encounter power, and let's see, I started my turn. Did I get hit at some point? No. And how come my temporary hit points are only three? Because it didn't register when you changed it to five? Weird. I think my table's being strange because it wasn't letting me type anything either. Well, let me let me adjust that for you. Boom. Thank you. So I'm going to use Fires of Judgment against Sergeant Baker. It's a uh, area burst one within ten squares, so I'm actually casting it to the square in front of him, um, and it will attack each enemy in the burst, which would be Sergeant Baker plus Overwatch soldiers number eighteen and twenty-one. Okay. And I, and is anyone bloodied? It doesn't look like it. Nobody on our team. Not yet, no. Okay. As a as another option too, you might want to drop it in the middle of those five soldiers that are next to him. But I mean, if you're making your point against Baker, that's fine too. Well, it'll only hit. It's a bur- burst one. So. Yeah. Oh, right, I see but what if you dropped saying. it like right here. Ah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> All right. I'll do that. It's up to you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. All right. I will do that then. And you're using a minor right to sustain your doodad. Yes. Uh, that'll miss 17. That'll hit 24. That'll miss 21. With the symbol of hope still being within four square or five squares of me, I get a... Oh, never mind. That was saving throws. Forget I said that. I will roll damage on 24. What about 22 and 11? You still have to strike against them. Oh, oops. That'll hit 22, and that'll hit 11. So 24, 22, and 11. Okay. Ooh, all dead, of course. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to use my move action to move up. And what the hell are you doing? You will just chill. <laughs> I am going to use an action point and use my daily, which is Lamentation of the something or other... Of the wicked. That sounds like it would make sense. Um, and that is a close burst two. So I will be hitting Overwatch soldiers 19. I think that's a 23. Yep, 18. 19, 23. Yep. Baker, 21. And that's it. It's okay. each enemy in burst. I will roll attack rolls. That is a hit to 19. A hit to 23. A hit to 18. A hit to 21. And a miss to Baker. I hate you, Baker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll roll damage. Well, I guess I don't need to. Right, they're all dead. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's really just more of a platitude at this point. Like, you've made your point. They're all dead. Um... (laughs) What happens to him during that? That is um, 2d8 uh, plus wisdom modifier psychic damage, and the target grants combat advantage and cannot shift savings both. And the effect is that until the end of the encounter, when you or an ally within five squares of you attacks an enemy and has combat advantage against it, the attack deals extra damage equal to my constitution modifier. And that doesn't just mean the bad guys I hit. It's like a bonus to any ally within five squares of me when I make that attack. Which is all of us at this point. Yeah, until the end of the encounter. 
we have CA, we do more damage. Got it. Yes. And my con mod is a three, so that's three extra. Okay. Extra damage is always good. Uh, White Raven number four is going to swing at Overwatch Soldier 16. That is a crit. He is super dead. Super ultra mega dead. Oh, man. Um... And he is going to move forward afterwards. White Raven number six is going to move forward to number 20. Uh, use a club attack. And miss. And that will bring up Sergeant Baker now. Let's see here. I think it's time Baker does something. Because it's a bit much. These White Ravens don't follow direction too well. Well... I mean, they saw you charge up. They, you know, they just, they got, they're, they're getting into it, you know? Let's see here. Baker is going to sidle up right next to Airlove. He's going to use Hobbling Strike. Uh, that'll hit. I will trigger my Infernal Wrath. Okay. And that will be 1d6 plus Intelligence but it doesn't have, like, an attack roll, damage roll thingy. Uh, yeah, just roll flat. Yeah, because you're just, you're just hitting them, I believe. It automatically hits. I was just checking yeah. what my intelligence modifier was so I could roll damage manually. So that'll be six. All right, six damage to Baker. Uh, hobbling strike. Let's see what the damage is for that. Uh, 16 damage to Aerolove. Um, and you're immobilized until the end of his next turn. Okay. Okay. Oh, good lord here. White Raven number five. Uh, gonna use club attack against number 17 in the Overwatch. Miss. Uh, Overwatch soldier number 20 is going to... Man. Uh, he is going to use his longsword against uh, White Raven number six. That will hit. Uh, damage is 13. Uh, Poe is going to... Uh, sidle up next to Baker here. Broadsword! Shit, that'll miss. Baker's untouchable, what the hell? The weaselly motherfucker. <laughs> um... Uh, Overwatch Soldier number 17 is going to take a swing with his uh, with his longsword uh, against uh, Raven number 5. That will miss. Uh, White Raven number 1 also going to sidle up to Baker. Going to use his club. Going to miss. <laughs> There's like three people swinging at him and no one's touching him. Uh, Mason, your turn. Well, number one stepped in the way. I won't be able to get an arrow shot directly at where I'm standing right now, right? Um, no. All right. How about if I step up here? I can draw a line to him. Yeah, that'll be fine. Excellent. Well, he's going to do that, switch back to his bow and say, yeah, fall back. Let's uh, hold the mouth of this cave. Obviously a little bit louder than I'm saying right now. Yeah. He's going to take a firing. You know, he's going to fire a shot at Baker. Uh, 26. Uh, got a hit finally. All right, so let's roll some damage. An additional two for my Battle Wrath stance, making that a total of 10, 10 D, 1D10 plus 10. And roll. 16. Ooh, 16. Okay, that's going to bloody Baker. Just like look at him. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is that it for you? That is my turn. Okay, White Raven number three. <clears throat> um, good lord. Okay, White Raven number three is... Where the hell is he? Okay, he's right here. Um, uh, gonna use his club on Overwatch Soldier 17. That'll hit and That's kill him. That's not falling back. It's it's not. It wasn't falling back. You're correct. Um, here's what we're gonna do. That was the end of the round. Baker is bloodied as a result. Uh, let me see what this is called here. Alright. Uh, as a result, he is going to immediately call in the, the next wave. Uh, and he gets to shift five spaces. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, and let me bring in the next wave. You said one of us should be rolling a 1d4, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, pick which one of you is going to do it. Okay, I'll do it. That's a three. That is a three. Okay. That's more for me. That, that, that you'll, you'll figure it out in just a little bit. But yeah. No worries. So we've been eliminating right. ten per round. Is that correct? About, yeah. Okay. Like you've been doing very well. All right. Uh, good lord. Overwatch Soldier number 26. They should really highlight them at a certain point. Uh, he's going to use his longsword against Raven number one. That will hit. Uh, damage against one. Eight. That will bloody number uh, number one. Um, Overwatch Archer. This is going to get interesting. Let's use this longbow against... Fuck it, number one. That'll hit. Oof. That will kill number one. That's 18 damage. So that's another raven down. Aerolove, your turn. Alright. I am going to shift one square. And I am going to cast my daily invocation of ice and fire. Which gives me a plus five temporary hit points. Because I'm using a daily or an encounter. That time it let me fix it. Alright, so it is a close blast five, and oh wait, I would have shifted to this square instead. Okay. Um, and it is going to be out from here. Oops, that was one too many. Basically like that. It's going to go off the page. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will start doing attack rolls. Uh, that'll miss 26. Uh, that will hit Archer number three. That will miss Archer number two. That will miss uh, number 27. And against Baker, I get that plus... Oh, no, that's to damage. Oh, I get a plus one because he's bloodied. Because of blood All hunt. Right. <laughs> we'll miss oh. Baker. <laughs> All right. So the one I hit, is he dead, or do I need to roll damage? Uh, you do need to roll damage. Okay. These guys are a little tougher. All right. 11 damage. That will bloody the archer. All right. And uh, the blast creates a zone of flaming hail that lasts until the end of my next turn. And any creature that starts its turn within the zone takes five cold and fire damage. Is it a sustained minor? It is, but uh, because this is the turn I cast it, I don't have to let go of my other sustained minor until my next turn. Okay. 
alright, Overwatch... Oof, okay, Overwatch Archer number four is going to use... Uh, he's going to use his longbow. Ooh, that'll miss uh, against Aerolove. Damn it. Uh, White Raven Damn it. number four. Damn it. Well, I mean, that's him saying that. I know, that. that's I know. Playing. Uh, you know what? Uh, after watching one of his buddies fall and hearing Mason bark at him, he is going to fall back to the mouth of the cave. Uh, he is going to use his crossbow against number 20. That'll hit. That will down number 20. Not to mention the flaming hail right in front of him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would imagine that would be a... It's like, okay, let's take a step back. Number six is also going to fall back to the mouth of the cave and use his crossbow against uh, number 27. Uh, that'll hit. That will down number 27. Uh, Sergeant Baker's turn. Take some hail damage. Uh, how much? Uh, five. Uh, five damage to Baker. Uh, five damage. All right, he is going to shift back one. Damn. That's going to end his turn, actually. Uh, Raven number five is going to shift back one. <clears throat> Use his crossbow against number 26. Uh, that'll hit. That'll kill number 26. Uh, and let's see. Overwatch archer number five... Uh, gonna use his longbow against uh, White Raven number six. That will hit. Damage is 14. That will bloody him. Uh, Overwatch Soldier number 25 uh, will attack Poe with his longsword. Uh, that'll hit. Uh, 14 to Poe. Poe is down to 46 health. Uh, Poe's turn. He is going to try and throat punch him. Same guy who just took a swing at him. That will hit. That will kill number 25. Damn. Yay! Uh, Overwatch Archer number three is going to... He's firstly going to take five hail damage. Flaming hail. Uh, flaming hail, which is an awesome description for something. Uh, then use his longbow against Aerolove. That will hit... Uh, 14 damage to Aerolove. Uh, then he's going to shift out of the hail, because fuck that. Mason, your turn. All right. So, I uh, think he's going to take another longbow shot, and he's going to try to bring down Sergeant Baker. I'm throwing that in here. Will... Go ahead. Go ahead. That'll miss uh, Sergeant Baker. How about with a heroic effort? That's 21 versus AC. 22 if we do it fast. Cool. Alright, let's roll some damage. Looking at 1d8 plus 10. I'm oh, sorry. 1d10 plus 10. And roll. 20. That will kill Sergeant Baker. Put one in his head. Yes. Yeah, I would imagine. Look back at the <laughs> others like, no? Yeah. I, I'm looking at the other enemy pretty much like, you're next. All of you. Is a gesture with the bow. <laughs> um, well, that... Huh. Being as hell, you have killed so many of these guys. Uh, and then Baker's death is kind of a... Kind of a, like, uh, okay, we technically don't have a leader, and I don't think anybody... I don't think anyone here is going to step up to take the reins. 
they're they're going to start looking at each other and and they're going to start backing off um, cuz you have killed I was going to say you've killed like 30 of them <laughs> something you killed a whole lot there are bodies everywhere and I'm then sure you killed Sergeant Baker. <laughs> right someone will t- I didn't keep count you killed a lot we um, lost what two and they lost way more than that yes uh, well, the Ravens are a bit more trained than these guys, and, and, and then, like, you guys are straight-up adventurers. Well, I mean, you're military, but, I mean, now you're adventurers, so... Overwatch, stand down. Um, they they are definitely going to pull back and start retreating. Now, uh, it's up to you if you want to take a swing at any of them before they, you know, like, they, they're, they're going to start, like, backing off quickly. Like, they're, they're going to kind of make their way out of this clearing here and get away from you. I'll go ahead and shout at the Ravens, hold your fire. Uh, and they do. How's about we catch up with uh, with Marcus here? Now we need to see what kind of havoc I have wreaked upon the world. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and catch up with Marcus and the, the, the... So... The results of this council are pretty evident in that Rebecca disappears for a while. And then there's there's this kind of stirring outside, and you can kind of hear that there's there's some kind of hubbub going on, like something something's up, like a crowd is forming outside of the uh, outside of these offices, which are close to the. Uh, it's kind of right across from the barracks that you would constantly like you constantly go badger uh, uh, Commander Grace. Okay. So, uh, if you'd like to roll a perception check, something like that. Sure. 18. So, kind of hearing this, you're, you're going to, like, a window, I imagine, something like that. Just kind of, like, peering outside. Right, I want to see what's going on. It would appear as though that they are forcefully removing Commander Tenbolt from, from the building. And that they... They have him shackled. So it looks as though they are taking him into custody and arresting him, and it looks like he's fighting it. Like, he is not going quietly. Like, he is cursing at them, and, and like, you can kind of hear it through the windows and everything. Like, he's just, he's resisting. Um, most likely because he knows what's probably going to be happening to him. He's seen this before. Yes, he's... <laughs> He's got an inside track. Like he knows, he knows what's going on. Funny how history repeats itself at times. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, is there anything you'd like to do, or is it pretty much just let let justice take its course? Council um, has asked me to stay in the office. I am going to stay in the office because I don't want to be involved in that right now. Okay. <clears throat> so they take him. They're they're taking him. Uh, they're, they're kind of taking him down down the road here, where there's uh, so it's this this military barracks, and then the the council's chambers across, like it's a separate building, and then down down the road a bit is where they have like this dungeon set up, like the regular jails and stuff. Right. So Rebecca's going to turn return to her office, um, and and find you're still here. I've discussed it with the other council members, based on the evidence that you presented. And the last mission that Tenbolt sent you on, which he didn't deny, we have decided that 
at best he was at least partially either in league with the Ravens or some other outside force of the city and did not have the city's best interest in heart anymore. He's been taken into custody and they will deal with him later on this evening. Yes, ma'am. It's also come to our attention that you have shown great bravery in the face of such overwhelming odds. Two of your commanding officers have turned out to be traitors to the crown. Your entire squad, at one point or another, has also turned on you. And not only have you miraculously lived through this, but you made it a point to not flee from the city, but return and try and set things right. As a result, we are going to be issuing some sort of promotion. Now, what that is at this time, I can't say, but let it be known that we want to reward someone who is as honest and trustworthy as you. Oh, thank you, ma'am, but I'm only doing what a soldier should do at that point. I understand, but it's becoming a rarer and rarer commodity, it would seem. You're dismissed for the rest of the day. I... I would imagine you'd like to get some rest. We will be contacting you in the morning. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And I will take my leave. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> yeah, but it was you know. very hard to not chime in. <laughs> That's why the entire time you were in your fight, I had my mic on mute and walked away from time to time. Unless I'm talking, I try to pretty much have my mic on mute because otherwise Merlin will echo. Yeah. I am honest and trustworthy to the crown. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) It's more often that I'll forget to unmute my mic. I'm like, oh, I wanted to insert a little comment there and now it's too late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, So I'm going to end up going back to the barracks. Um, First thing I'm going to do, and I'm going to say this out loud so that everybody knows it, is the note I told Aralov to get upon my death, mm-hmm. I am going to destroy. I'm going okay. to burn it to the ground. I want that removed from history. There is no need for that anymore based on what I have learned. All right. Oh, man. trust me I'll post it at some point I I will lay it out there at some point for everyone to see but it's going to be one of those that I have to figure out how to do it I may have to do it in a journal entry Mm. that could work actually yeah because I I couldn't do it on Facebook it wouldn't format correctly no and and as Jason knows the formatting of that note is very good yeah it it (laughs) needs to be a certain way it's not going to be in a journal then because WordPress sucks it does suck. It does, but at least with the way I wrote it, I can make it so that you should be able to see how it was done. But what might work better is to do it in, like, Photoshop or something. Yeah, I, I can do a screen capture of it. I had to do that with Jason at one point, too. So. Yeah, and then we yeah. can post it as an image. We could do that, yeah. As soon as Jake gets back to me about the image thing, I, I hit him up today. He'll He'll get back to me soon. Well, if he doesn't let well, me know, I'll start giving him shit, too. So, <laughs> Okay. And he likes Marcus, so. <laughs> Marcus. 
Marcus, would you like to watch the public hanging of Commander Tinbolt? Well, I am not only going to watch it, since I am the last member of the Crimson Shield and the only member of any sort of command structure in the area, I am going to be standing on the dais. I'm assuming they're going to read something out about him being a traitor. It, you know the drill. Yep. Like, I mean, just... <laughs> God. Uh, things are going to start getting really interesting here really soon. So, uh, as, as, as was before, there's a crowd that is gathered uh, in, front of, uh, in front of the gallows. And uh, Commander Tenbolt is being marched out to his own private noose. And he is glaring at Marcus. Just glaring at you. Like, there's, there's nothing he can do about this. It is pure impotent rage. Just that he is so fucking angry. Um, they fit this noose around his neck and pull it taut, but not tight. And the uh, the person in charge of reading out his crimes begins. Commander Tenbolt. You are hereby sentenced to death by hanging. You have been found guilty of treason and conspiracy against the crown. Do you have any final words? Um, and he is kind of surveying this crowd, just, just, just looking. Um, and then he kind of looks over at Marcus. Marcus will be staring directly at him this entire time. And he kind of gives the like the 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 faintest smile at Marcus. Just the faintest almost like all right, well played. Like almost <laughs> like just hoisted by my own petard. And then after after a few seconds, the hangman flips the lever and the bottom drops out from Commander Tenbolt and the rope goes taunt and his neck snaps. And, <laughs> uh, and he will be dangling in the breeze here. Um, I'm actually thinking that may be a good time for us to stop for tonight. Yeah, might be a oh, good that's time. That's not fair. Merlin's expecting to come back and play some more. I, I The only reason is... <laughs> What I have planned is, uh, well, what I have planned for Group 3A is, oh, I can stop saying that soon. Thank God. Um, uh, what I have planned for Group 3A is a little a little different. It, it, it's going to be bringing them back around, and you guys are going to be reuniting next week. Cool. So, yes. So we don't have, gonna... have any kind of aftermath from after the, the army leaves or anything? I, I, I think I'm going to save that for the, the beginning of next session, okay. just to get everything ready. I'm sorry, but yeah, I think we're going to do that. And if nothing um, else, that should, the, the little note there should put group three into an absolute tizzy tomorrow. <laughs> and it's not untrue. 
Uh, all right, guys. Um, Goddamn. Yeah, I'll have to deal with that tomorrow. <laughs> just, just play it on the scope. I can't talk to you about it, but Commander Field Commander Marcus is no more, and just I'm ended it. Taking that. shit. Like, I'm already <laughs> taking shit, and then I, it's like, ah. Oh, just... All right. No, um, no, you... no. Don't do that. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully we'll you're feeling a little bit better. Like, get some rest. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be all right. Um. I will talk to you guys later, and you have a good night. You too. You too. Get some rest, man. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.